0: Coming up on 5-Minute News Former Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev dead at 91 Biden calls out MAGA Republicans for attack on FBI And historic climate bill to slash emissions in half by end of decade It's Wednesday, August 31 I'm Anthony Davis. Mikhail Gorbachev, who set out to revitalize the Soviet Union, but ended up unleashing forces that led to the collapse of communism, the breakup of the state, and the end of the Cold War, died yesterday. The last Soviet leader was 91. The Central Clinical Hospital said in a statement that Gorbachev died after a long illness. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov said in a statement carried by Russian news agencies that Russian President Vladimir Putin offered deep condolences over Gorbachev's death and would send an official telegram to Gorbachev's family this morning. Though in power for less than seven years, Gorbachev unleashed a breathtaking series of changes, but they quickly overtook him and resulted in the collapse of the authoritarian Soviet state, the freeing of Eastern European nations from Russian domination, and the end of decades of East-West nuclear confrontation. By the end of his rule, he was powerless to halt the whirlwind he had sown, yet Gorbachev may have had a greater impact on the second half of the 20th century than any other political figure. Gorbachev won the 1990 Nobel Peace Prize for his role in ending the Cold War and spent his later years collecting accolades and awards from all corners of the world. Gorbachev also warmed to Ronald Reagan, with whom he agreed in 1986 to reduce medium-range nuclear missiles in Europe, and who later urged Gorbachev to tear down the Berlin Wall. President Joe Biden on Tuesday rallied against the MAGA Republicans in Congress who have refused to condemn the January 6 assault on the U.S. Capitol and are now targeting the FBI as he portrayed Democrats as the true pro-law enforcement party ahead of the November midterms. Biden seized on comments from allies of former President Donald Trump who have called for stripping funding from the FBI since it executed a search warrant at Trump's Florida residence. Biden's remarks were the first substantive defense he has made of the FBI since the August 8 search at Mar-a-Lago, which triggered not just withering criticism of the agency, but threats of violence against its employees. It's sickening to see the new attacks on the FBI threatening the life of law enforcement and their families for simply carrying out the law and doing their job, Biden said, before a crowd of more than 500 at Wilkes University in Pennsylvania. It was a notably different tack for Biden, who has steered clear of extensively commenting on any element of the Justice Department's investigation since federal agents conducted the search at Trump's estate. Biden also appeared to call out, without naming him, recent comments from Senator Lindsey Graham, who warned of riots in the streets should Trump ultimately face prosecution. Meanwhile, former President Trump's social media platform Truth Social has not yet been approved for distribution on the Google Play Store due to insufficient content moderation. Google said it has expressed concerns to Truth Social about violations of its Play Store policies prohibiting content like physical threats and incitement to violence. New analysis has shown renewable energy is set for an unprecedented boom in the U.S. in the wake of its first ever climate bill, with the capacity of solar and wind projects expected to double by the end of the decade and providing the bulk of total American electricity supply. The passage of the legislation known as the Inflation Reduction Act is designed to propel the US towards the forefront of the clean energy economy, experts predict, helping it compete with China on the manufacturing and installation of solar panels, wind turbines, batteries and emerging zero-carbon technology. The tax credits contained in the bill's $370 billion of climate spending should help double the capacity of installed wind and solar by 2030, according to an updated analysis by the research firm Energy Innovation. This extra resource could enable clean energy to provide anything from 72 to 85% of total US supply. There's also billions of dollars for the domestic manufacturing of clean energy components, as well as rebates for people to buy electric cars. Climate campaigners have welcomed the legislation as a long overdue breakthrough, although they have criticised aspects of the legislation that throw open large areas of public lands to oil and gas drilling. The concessions to fossil fuels were born from a compromise struck with Joe Manchin, the conservative Democrat and key swing Senate vote who has received more money in donations from the oil and gas industry than any other senator. Still, even with the extra land and waters given over to drilling, several different analysts have forecast that the U.S. should cut its planet heating emissions by about 40% by the end of this decade, boosting the global effort to stave off disastrous climate change.